Ain't this what they been waiting for? You ready? Uh. Uh. Yo, yo! What's up, everybody? This is episode three of Hot Takes and Hot Cakes. Thank you for jumping on. We appreciate the love as always. What's up, NC? Another day in the life, brother. So we got a lot for you guys this week. We're Doing super things a little excited. different. We have our first guest in history. Pam, 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 porn of a month, which is breaking barriers, <laughs> baby. So we have one of Philly's best food Instagram accounts, Lauren at love underscore Philly food. She posts some dope pictures. She's someone who went to St. Joe's, so hardly home, but always repping the Hawks. So we're excited to have her on and kind of talk about how she came to fame and kind of her favorite spots and kind of see where me and Sam rank up in the food world, per se. One of the best in the game, that's for sure. And then after that, we're going to finish off the episode with our segments per usual. So we hope you all enjoy. Uh, buckle in for the very first Hot Takes and Hot Cakes interview. Here we go. Yo. 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 <laughs> What's up, everybody? The third voice you just heard is Lauren from Love at, from at Love underscore philly food lauren thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having me did i get your uh did i get your tag right your instagram handle yeah you got it perfect so thank you okay perfect everyone who listens go check out her instagram page she posts the best food in all of philly um it's a fantastic account worth your time thank so, you all right we're here to interview lauren kind of the ins and outs of what it's like to be the top philly influencer um, in the food scene. So we're really excited. Um, Lauren, um, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit, let, let the fans know who you are and how you kind of became where you are in the Philly food scene. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Lauren. I started my food Instagram in 2014 when I was a junior at St. Joe's. Um, so I just started it kind of as a hobby and a joke. I was a communications major. So um in the one class we had to create a blog on something that we were passionate about so i did cookies um great choice <laughs> thank you <laughs> um i was taking a ton of pictures of cookies and then from there I kind of just expanded into food um and all my friends told me to stop posting food on my personal instagram <laughs> i was like fine i'll just start a separate page for it um not knowing or thinking that it would become anything um so i did that and I didn't really tell anyone about it for a while um, until I hit 10,000 followers, only like my close family and friends knew. So then I like let everyone know once I hit 10 kicks, I was like, oh, it's actually becoming something. Um, so then 
I feel like it took me hmm, probably a year to get to 10K and then from there it's kind of just grown um, steadily. But so yeah, now I'm at almost 40,000 followers. Um, but it's been a cool opportunity. I've gotten to work with different brands and try so many restaurants and meet a ton of people who are also food Instagrammers because it's obviously a huge thing now. Like I feel like everyone has one and there's a ton. Yeah. Um, so it's been a cool experience getting to do that and just getting to try a ton of places in the city. Yeah, definitely. That's really cool. It's exciting to see how much you've grown and just flipping through your page uh, before this interview. It's, I was, it was making me hungry. It, you yeah. do awesome work. I love all your pictures. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I do this like on the side. So I have a full-time job. Um, and then this is just kind of like my side fun hobby. Yeah, for sure. So we were talking about beforehand, we were curious, how has this impacted, how's uh, like being on quarantine and COVID and all that impacted uh, like what you're posting? Do you have stuff saved up or how does that work? Yeah, so I have a ton of content saved. I have a whole album in my phone called like Post Soon. Um, so I've just like saved it over the years. But I feel like now, since everything's takeout, it's not necessarily the prettiest food. So I've been posting a lot of like <laughs> that I order or um, just things that look better. And I've done a lot of baking. So I've been posting my cookies and all of that. Um, but yeah, not eating out is like, it was such a hard transition at first. Like I did it so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's a lot of old posts and then I'm trying to like post places that are open for takeout or curbside delivery to try to like get that message out there. So if I have pictures of them or if I get delivery, I'll try to take a good picture of it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been challenging, but it's also been nice to have the platform to like spread the word about places having deals or it's like helping people know where they can eat. Um, so it's been good in that sense. Yeah, it's probably pretty helpful, too, for the restaurants. And, you know, you're putting the word out to 40,000 people, you know, who are looking for food in the area. So it's, yeah. it's got to be nice on both ends. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they appreciate it because they always give us free food. So, like, all, the least we can do is post a story or something with their deals. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we were actually curious about that, too, uh, when we were preparing for this. Like, how often do restaurants insist on picking up the tab? Is that frequent? Do they know who you are by now? Or how does that work? Yeah, so I never like go into a restaurant and say like I have a food Instagram. That's just you should. Crazy. I have thirty hours. I should. Be <laughs> That's just that. like not my personality. So it's typical. Typically, they will like DM us on Instagram, or they work with a like um, agency in Philadelphia who will email us. Either they have like a new menu or like a seasonal menu or a new location or something and then there's kind of like two ways to approach it so they do like food events where they invite all the affiliate influencers we all go like take pictures of whatever they have out or it's like they invite you in for a meal for two or whatever um so i feel like before quarantine i feel like a year ago it was like crazy i had something like probably three to four times a week maybe oh god that's that a lot. <laughs> how are you not like 300 pounds <laughs> you know, everyone asks that i'm a psycho about working out too though so balance um but so i feel like it's a lot of it but this year i feel like it's kind of slowed down like not even related to covid um there was more just like random things it wasn't like steady but so that's fine so 
all of those things are paid for. But then I also just like go to restaurants and pay like a normal person and we'll still post yeah. it. Like I don't just post things that happen <clears throat> to me. Um, so it's probably like 50, 50. Yeah, sure. Just off of the one thing you were saying about the food influencer events that they put on, what is that scene like? Is it competitive? Are you guys friendly? Or like um, we're friendly. So it's funny. There was like a core group of like five of us from like when we all started. We kind of were like the five like original, not original, but like the main ones. Um, so the VIPs. We were, yeah, we were all like <laughs> friends and like have a group message and like whatever would like share, not secrets, but like share different events going on or like different rates for like the paid promotions um but now there's just so many of us so i feel like there's like a whole new wave of them so i think it's mostly friendly i wouldn't say it's competitive um okay we don't really like share as much though it's kind of just like we're <laughs> each other, but like i'm not going to tell you how much i get paid for that one paid post and stuff like that but overall so nice so happy i've met them like um there's a couple that have become my really good friends and I actually live with um, Molly who runs Philly Foodies. So okay. we met at work outside of this, but at the same time, like very friendly, good friends. So it's nice. Very cool. Yeah. So um, in regards to, you know, when a agency or the restaurant decides to ask you to come in with um, yourself or with a plus one, essentially, is there like a lot of interaction of what specifically they want you to post or do they give you like that creative freedom? Like, Oh, you, you can do whatever you want or we want this um, picture or anything like that. Um, so it's pretty free and like up to us. Um, a lot of the times whoever's reaching out on Instagram, isn't necessarily in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So it's always like a weird thing. We get there, you sit down like, do they know this is like for Instagram? Um, so I would say it's typically like whatever we want to order, whatever we want to post. Sometimes they'll say like, oh, we really want to feature like this new burger or something. And then we'll obviously focus on that. Um, but it's typically like we can order whatever we want in addition to like what they want us to photograph. And then um, sometimes they'll say like, you have to do a static post and your stories. Sometimes they don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they say a specific number of stories. But I typically... Um, I always post stories if I'm out to eat because there's a ton of like different things and I will always do a static post if I enjoyed it and, yeah. Um, yeah. but then like the ones that make a specific number of stories when it's not paid I'm just like I'll just do what I want like you don't yeah do anything <laughs> <laughs> so. very cool and then what's your setup like when you go out to these events and you know you're going to be posting stuff? Do you have like a camera and oh backlighting gosh. or? Are you like <laughs> embarrassed? What? Are you like embarrassed or like when you first started, did you get embarrassed? Because like even when like me and Sam go out and we go out somewhere, first we always butcher the picture because we don't know how to take the picture. But we're like, oh, I don't want to take the flash because I don't want to be like, oh, <laughs> these people are taking right. the picture. Is that something that like you've overcome already? Like you're okay so I've overcome it, but I just, like, hate when attention's on me, so in the beginning, it was, like, horrible. I did not, like, I hated it, and so in the beginning, whoever I was with would hold their flashlight, and then I would take a picture with my phone. I've moved on. Genius. And now I have, ready, the Lumi case. So, oh, wow. Wow. 
It's super <laughs> That's bright. Incredible. Whoever, <laughs> for those who are listening at home, it's like a big iPhone case with like a massive flashlight on it. Go check yeah, it out. Yeah. So the, Lumi the whole the whole point is to have it on your actual phone. Kim Kardashian promotes it for selfies. Um, okay. I use it for food, and it works. <laughs> so yeah. So now I hold this and take a photo with my phone. Um, people stare. <laughs> And I hate it, but I'm also <laughs> know why I'm doing it and it's worth it to me. So mind your own business. And a lot of the times I feel like people just take pictures of their food now anyway. So it's like not as weird, but it's definitely funny. I also am like super quick when I do it. I like oh, okay. I get it. Like there are some people who like take forever and I'm just like, I can't like I'm trying to eat my food too. So it's like real quick. Um, but it's definitely just become like the norm to me. And I realize when I'm not with like my close family or friends or like, like, wait, don't eat it yet. Like quick pick. Or like, <laughs> I if we're out to brunch, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa, if whoa. we're out to brunch, I'm like, do a yolk thing. Like, don't touch it yet. You have to put the fork in the, the egg. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's worth it, you know? Yeah, sure. yeah why not? That's yeah. why, that's how you get 40,000 followers. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> So um, when you first ahead, started, um, you said you started posting like cookies, right? When you started like the first come up in the Philly food scene? Yeah. So that's like what sparked the idea. I posted cookies sometimes, but it was still mostly restaurants, but I always posted my own photos. I feel like that is something that not every account has done. Some people mm. post photos and I believe I've made this up in my head, but like that's how they grew their followings higher mm -hmm. always gotcha. my own photos it's just been like a slower steady growth do you sipping on your tea over there lauren in the in the, the influencer community no because a lot of times they're like well if you start at the same time as like a swag food philly like why don't you have a hundred yeah. followers i'm like relax i'm organic wait so <laughs> so you're saying that account doesn't use their own photos like oh no and like nothing on side food they're amazing um but like in the beginning food instagrams would repost other photos so say a photo had like a hundred thousand likes they would repost it on their account and say like photo by like foodie who has millions of followers right. and then that just gets you a ton more followers because yeah, everyone sure. who follows me is now going to follow you because you're posting that similar content ah uh, that makes sense Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. like I've made that up. Like I think that's true. Maybe it's not. But we believe you. Don't worry. Do you remember like the first restaurant or picture that you posted on that account, and it was like, whoa, like this is getting a lot of likes. Like my phone is going to explode. Like, do you remember what that was, or where it was? I'm trying to think. So at first, I thought you were going to ask what was my first post, and I weirdly remember that. I was at White Dog. Oh, feel free to share. We love cookies. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even a cookie. That's the funny thing. Um, I was at White Dog in Wayne, and I got pancakes, and I was just like, these are so pretty. I need to make this. <laughs> so I remember I was, like, in the booth, and I just created it, like, on the spot and posted that. I don't remember how many likes I got. I'm trying to think what – I think my friend at St. Joe's made a – chocolate covered coke bottle with skittles cool. it. and it's still my most like photo to date which annoys me because i didn't take it <laughs> um, i wonder if i can pull it up i think it has 
I don't want to say a crazy number if it's not it. Hold on one quick second. <laughs> Everyone go give Lauren's other photos likes so, so yes. her photos can beat, beat the Coke bottle. So this one has 4,700 likes, which I think is one of my most liked, which is crazy. Um, Wild. But yeah, the ones that do the best are like truffle garlic bread, cookie, like with ice cream on it, um, unhealthy mm. things. Do you use hashtags like in your photos or in your comments? Yeah, so I have like a note saved on my phone of probably like 15 to 20 hashtags and I put them in the comments for each post mm -hmm. and then I have like custom ones on the end. But I honestly feel like now they're, they don't really do much. Um, you can see the insights on each post and it tells you where the likes are coming from. And I feel like hashtags are like the least effective but i gotcha. do because okay. that definitely used to help like how else would people find my photos yeah it helped give you that bump every now and then yeah so since you've been doing this for so long have you ever had any like horror stories or any like weird run-ins when you were at one of these restaurants and they knew you were who you were or anything like that oh my gosh that's a good question please tell us the restaurant like it's okay to expose <laughs> the restaurant we just want to know I don't think I've ever had like a bad, bad experience. I'm trying to think, like the one time I was at like a fast casual restaurant, it doesn't even exist anymore. It was called Noon. Um, it was like Mediterranean. And they invited us in, they gave us credits on the app. So it wasn't like a personal, like you're invited, but right. like had the money to promote them. Um, right. We went in and there was like a homeless person in there and it smelled really bad. And we were like, hi, like, do you mind, um, like, we'll eat outside, or, like, do you mind letting them, like, leave? And they're like, no, like, why would we kick out a homeless person? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, like, it smells, like, the food. Um, so that was weird. So I, like, was like, well, I can't post, like, we didn't even get our food. And then, like, the marketing person emailed us and was like, where are your posts? And we're like, long story. Like, so that was weird. But that wasn't really, like, a food thing. I'm trying to think if there was another one. Well, it's probably a good good sign for the Philly food scene that it's hard for you to think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I've never been to a food event where like I didn't post something. Like I've always enjoyed something. So, yeah. Okay, that's good. Remember something later, but as of now, they've all been very positive. <laughs> oh, good. Do you have a favorite like chef or famous like restaurateur that you've met that you really enjoyed or were like really like um, fangirling about? Oh my God, yeah. So I'm like obsessed with Mark Vetri and I met him <laughs> three times now and it's I like smile thinking about it um do you have but, his number what do you have his number I don't have his number but not yet <laughs> um so the first time I met him they were opening the pizzeria that train the king of Prussia mall and I was there with my friend from high school and I was like oh my like I didn't know he was gonna be there so I was like, oh my God, Julia, like, that's Mark Vetri. She's like, who is that? And I was like, Pizzeria Vetri. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And I was like, I need a picture. Like, you have to get a picture. What do I do? And I'm just like, I'm like shy. So I would like never go up and be like, can I have a picture? So she forced it and I got a picture and I was really happy. Um, and then I met him again a year later at like the Shake Shack event. And we, I got another picture with him then. And oh wow, we're, life, we're close to having um, a photo album. I know. <laughs> I should, you like, mean my it. family Christmas? 
photo. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I love him. I love his restaurants, Betchery, Cucina or whatever, was like the best meal of my entire life. Um, so I'm obsessed with him. But I also love yeah. <laughs> like all his restaurants. They're great too. Yeah, they all seem to be a you know a home run. Every everything he touches seems to turn into gold. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was curious, is there any behind the scenes stuff that people might not know about what you do? Like what, you know, maybe what's, you know, just people, things when things people wouldn't think about. Yeah, honestly, there's not too much. I think mainly it's like figuring out, I think first, if you figure out how to take a good photo, then you have like endless options. But sometimes, for example, at a food event, the food will come out and like everyone's taking pictures and it has to be fast and then like gets taken away or someone eats it. So it's like, making sure you get the photo on the first time so you have options to post later. And then I think other than that, it's really like up to each food Instagram. I know some people do like content calendars and plan their content out, plan their captions out, but I just do it on a whim. Whenever I want to post, I post like my captions are pretty not great. Um, <laughs> and then like I have my hashtag saved. So I feel like the back end work is just like engaging on your account, answering comments, messages. Um, and then I guess like working with brands, um, sometimes that's a little more involved. So just getting like contracts in place or um, making sure you're responding to emails. I know a lot of the times like I'll get a DM or an email and I'll read it and then completely forget to respond and then it just gets lost. So it's like managing that. I feel like sometimes I've been really bad at that. Um, so it's more just like the actual page isn't tough. It's just like getting content for the page and making sure you're like being a good, like responding to people. I feel like that's a big part. Yeah, absolutely. What tips do you have for taking a good food photo? So, we definitely really need help. <laughs> so natural lighting is key. I know I have my wonderful Lumi case and it's great. <laughs> I feel like if you have good natural light, like you can't mess up. So it's like having it at the right angle. So for example, in my kitchen, I have this huge window and the lighting from like 11 to four is perfect. So I always just hold my in front of it. Um, so lighting only <laughs> first. Other than that, I feel like the angles like make it closer rather than far away if it's like of one item, obviously a table shot. I always love them. Um, but I think lighting is really just like the big thing. Very cool. Well, we do a segment every week called Snacking Off where me and him will try a different like grocery item, some random thing. So yeah. we'll try it on our next Instagram post. We'll see how it comes out with oh your, gosh, with yes, your tips. Do it. <laughs> yeah, and direct cool. sunlight isn't good. It has to be like a cloudy day is perfect. To get That's it. ideal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Nina, what else you got? Um, I would say, is it like ever a challenge when you're at your actual job and you're like just thinking about like your brand itself and you're like, ah, like I'm just going to pull an e pray love and quit my job and do this full time. Is like, do you think about that? Is that something is an end goal? Every day. Um, <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I work in pharmaceutical advertising, so it's definitely like the exact opposite of food Instagram. Um, I would love to mend like my career because I do paid advertising and like food at some point in my life. Um, 
I did start a company with Molly. So I mentioned she runs Philly Foodies. We live together. We met at our first job um, at Harmon Media. So we created this like side business that we do. Um, it's called City Chew and we run restaurants, social pages and develop all of their content. Oh, cool. So that's been like, I would love to always do that full time, but we've had it for three years now and like, it's just not a full time option yet, but we have like the potential to grow it. So I'd love to do that. But now with COVID and everything, I feel like social media is probably the last thing on their minds or it could be important to them. I don't know. But so I have that would love to make that bigger. But yeah, I think mending like I would love to do it full time at some point. I just don't know in what realm it would be, whether it's like Diddy Chew or making my page more like brand partnership focused. So a lot of routes to take, but would definitely love that at some point. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be one hell of a way to live <laughs> for sure. I know. Um, I know I have one more question and then we have a game that we put together for you. But um, are you ever, when you're out, are you able to turn it off or every time you go out and eat, are you like, I need to document it and kind of like bank it? Like, which one are you? That's a good question. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one that always documents it. Okay. I hate because like sometimes, I mean, not every meal I go to, sometimes I know the picture won't be worth it, so I don't even bother. But I feel like I usually always take a picture of my food just because you never know if it'll be good. And like, I would hate that <laughs> opportunity. But as I said, I take the pictures really fast. So I feel like it doesn't like ruin the dining experience if I do. Well, now it's paying off <laughs> since yeah. you've, uh, you've had a little hiatus from eating out. Yeah, I know. So next up, we have uh, this game that Nino and I put together. It's called the uh, Johnny Cake Spitfire. Nino, do you want to explain what, what it is? Sure. So me and Sam have uh, compiled a list of our favorite uh, places to eat, like by category, whether it's like brunch, you know, like tacos, things like that. So we have like four to six answers that we really like. Um, so if you get, there's nine topics. If you get six out of the nine, we're going to send you something um, like our snacking off pick of the week. And last week it was ube pancakes from Trader Joe's. Man, I'm sure. Fun. Have you seen that on Instagram? I or, think so. Are they like fluffy pancakes? They're purple. Yes. Okay. So that was our, that was, look. yeah, you, they're awesome. They're better than regular pancakes. Um, so if you, get, pancakes. if you get six out of the nine, you know, with one of the answers that we kind of like for this spot, um, you, you're going to get that. Um, so okay. we'll Wait, get so I have to guess what you guys chose? Or like your favorite. No, so you go ahead, Nina. So like your favorite spot. So we'll get like, <laughs> we have our like list. And if you get one of the ones that, you know, if we agree, that's a point. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. It's all right. <laughs> You're good. It's all good. Uh, we want the real answers, not the people that give you the most money to post pictures. Like actual, like, well, I really <laughs> like this spot. They're not actually paying me to say this. Okay. The, the cool. first one is a Philly staple favorite cheesesteak spot. I'm like the worst food Instagrammer, but I'm like not a cheesesteak person. But I will say, I think D'Alessandro's. Okay, St. Joe's. Boom! There we go. That's one point. That's one Everyone point. Everyone always asks me that, though, and I'm like, I don't eat cheesesteaks, so. 
not. We were, we were hoping you said Larry's just for like. Oh a gosh, I didn't even think of that. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number two, we got favorite sushi. Ooh, umai umai. That's a good one. That's all. That's there we go. Ours. Point two for you. It's You're so two for good. Two so far. Yes. You're making good progress. We got number three, favorite restaurant in Chinatown. Ooh. Uh, I feel like I might butcher this name. Like dim sum, the what the dim sum house or whatever. Dim sum garden. Oh, dim sum yeah. garden. Yeah. <laughs> four, four, okay, four. you're rolling. This this makes me and Sam feel really good that we have like really good taste because we actually think we do, and we have like a Philly influencer who has thirty eight thousand followers and she agrees with what we say. So this is this is good. Make for me the feel important. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next one. Favorite date night restaurant. Ooh, I like Tallulah's Garden. That's oh, good no point on that. One. Uh, I should have thought. What you guys put? We have double we knot. Few. Oh, I was gonna say that. Double knot is a hob <laughs> R2L L Ray, but only if you do Ranstead room and take the date downstairs through the kitchen to the bar. <laughs> okay. And then Barcelona wine bar. But to oh, that was great. good too. Yeah. I was gonna Toulouse, say double knot. definitely gets honorable mention. It's a good place. Yeah. All right. For our next one up, we have favorite Italian. Oh. That's so hard. I know they got a lot of good ones. I'm trying to think what you guys would put. Well, think what your favorite. <laughs> oh, Murph's bar. Murph's is damn. You got Murph. Do you That's actually like Murph's, or are you just thinking? No, I do. I've only been once, but I loved it. Really? Well, congratulations. You have won Johnny Cake's first Spitfire Philly yes. edition. So Thank you will you. be getting our snacking off item of the week uh, for next week's episode. I don't oh, know what it is yet. But when we find out, we'll send it to you. Um, but you. just so the people will know, we're, we'll ask you the rest of the questions you have. Uh, favorite brunch in Philly? Brunch is overrated. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? I love breakfast. Yeah. Oh, right. Whoa, whoa. Breakfast. See? <laughs> no, like, I love breakfast, but like, why eat it at lunch? I don't know. I'd rather eat it when I wake up. That's exactly. Just all right, Lauren, you, we were close to being friends, but now I think I, we're That's on the That's what app. I said my hot take last week was that I think brunch, like food itself, is very overrated because, like, it's just pretty much breakfast food, but you wait later, and it's, like, super expensive. None of the places in the city take reservations. And it's all, like, pretty mediocre. I know. I just could – I could eat breakfast food for every meal. So I'm, like – I mean, I like, I enjoy it, but I don't know. What's the best brunch spot? Ooh. Um, that's so hard. Why am I drawing a blank? Because brunch isn't good. It's okay. Oh, you know where I had a good brunch? Um, WM Mulherins and Sons in Fishtown. Okay. I'm embarrassed to say I've never been. Oh my God. It's so good. I would go for dinner so that I'm a hypocrite. It's not the <laughs> Um, but they had a very good brunch. I had pancakes there, and they were delicious. They were good. Okay. All right. Everyone go check it out. Yeah. Uh, this one might be a hard one for you to answer. Most overrated restaurant. You're not going to offend anyone's feelings. Except maybe the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not really. Oh. 
I go back and forth with this one, so I don't know if I want to say it. It's all right. I'm just, I love Park. I do. Yes. 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 That's on our list. That's all we need to hear. I think it's so expensive for what it is. Like, I love the bread basket and I love the french fries. Those are the only things I need. Like, I, I don't know. I usually, well, I also love the warm shrimp salad. I love going there, but I think it's overrated. Like, I wouldn't tell someone to go there as, like, their first restaurant in Philadelphia. No, but if you live here, it's a good, you know, it's got a nice atmosphere. It's right. like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, I live a few blocks away, so, like, I'm going to go, but. Yeah. French onion soup, no good there. Everyone always <laughs> takes a picture, and it's a really cute photo, and you will get a lot of likes, but it's not good. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we get it. The cheese pull is everything. <laughs> oh yeah. You ever do like the sandwich, like uh, like pull apart or whatever? Yes. The My cross section. Favorite thing is like stacks of sandwiches. Okay. And I just like think those are the best pictures. That's so random, and I just don't know. What to say. <laughs> but you saying like pulling it apart reminded me like stacking sandwiches. Yeah, we see that a lot on on the gram. All and right, also, we have two more. Uh, we oh, also want to know if you think these are overrated, just so that we can get some type of uh, validation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in Maryland's Hungry Pigeon, Merkaz, and Alves. So I'm literally the worst Philly food Instagrammer, but I've never been to all of them except Alves. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, but in Maryland's has literally been on my list since I moved to the city, but. I look at the menu and I'm just like not that inclined to go. So maybe I'd say it's overrated. Um, what were Don't go for brunch. Um, hungry Pigeon. Oh, so I've heard that's amazing. That's on my list too. I just haven't gone. Their breakfast sandwich looks really good. I was He's the only one that has been on this call who has been to Hungry Pigeon. So we don't know if it's, if it's honest I'm, or not. I'm but telling you, we'll it's see. not. I got my, the special. Anyway. Someone I used to work with said it it's like the best breakfast she's ever had in her life. So. I've heard that, but I went for dinner and mm. it was like voted like maybe three years ago by Philly Mag. It was like the number one restaurant. I think this year it's probably like top 10. And I, I'm like, I hate this place. It's it not was, worth it. Yeah, it I'm going to have to try that when it opens up. Like, Keep know. in mind, Nino's building a reputation so far of having really bad takes. So th this, <laughs> we're, I'm noticing a pattern. I'm concerned <laughs> as his friend. So this could be part of that pattern. I, I can't confirm it. Sam's all the right. good cop. I'm the bad cop. But it's okay. <laughs> like I just want to say all the dumb things that no one actually <laughs> wants to say. All right, Nino, finish us off. The two more. We have two left, I think. Best drunk eat spot. After like going out in the city, where are you going to grab something to eat? I also don't drink, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to Oh, this is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, I think my friends go to Cleavers sometimes. Okay. Or Macmar. I don't know if that's open late. Oh, I know where Macmar is. That place is good. Yeah. It's right next, to, right next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And that is all that we had for uh, the Johnny Cake Spitfire Philly edition. First of its kind. Um, thank you for, for playing with us. You, we'll send you uh, whatever that snacking off thing is next week.
Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on. We loved having you. Um, this was interesting for us just to figure out what you guys do behind the scenes because um, we only get to see one side of the camera. So this is cool. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, everyone listening, make sure you go follow at love underscore Philly food on Instagram. Check out her posts um, and go check out these great restaurants she posts. It's, it's worth it. Nino, you got anything? No, that is about it. I'm, I already ate dinner. I'm kind of hungry after talking all this food. Um, so we really enjoyed you, Lauren, coming on the show. Hopefully we'll have you again with double the followers and maybe we'll have double the followers um, going forward. Maybe you can help us. Uh, but thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, everybody, that was our interview with Lauren at love underscore Philly food. Give her a follow in the DMs. Throw some likes on that bad boy. Like we said, she's got the coolest pictures when it comes to food in general, not even Philly. So we were really um, appreciative of having her on the show. So we're going to keep it rolling with our short stack segments. We're going to go to everybody's favorites. Hot takes. Hot take alert. So keeping it spicy, we're going with Sriracha is overrated. Sam, do you agree or disagree? Could not agree more. Everybody loves to have this shit in their kitchen because I think it looks cool. That's it. They're like, oh, look, it's got the rooster and it's got the different lettering. Like, oh, this is so fucking sweet. It is the worst hot sauce ever. It's garbage. It's terrible. All right, there's so many other better hot sauces out there, especially these days. Walk down the aisle in your grocery store and take a look. Broaden your horizons. Sriracha is ass. Go find a better alternative. Find something smaller, family-owned, a local John. You know what I mean? Taste a local flavor. Move away from what the hipsters are pushing at us. We do not like sriracha. Sriracha is out. I agree, Hundo P. Sriracha is flaming hot garbaggio. You know, honestly, I don't really understand the flavor. You know, I think a lot of people just really like sriracha because like you said, they want to be cool. They want to be diverse. It's an Asian hot sauce. Look at me, you know, I'm cool. Like I got a palate, but no, it's, it's just pretty bad. You know what I mean? Like Sam said, there's a bunch of other hot sauces in the game that we definitely recommend. Um, try them out, get rid of the sriracha. It's out. We're keeping it short and sweet. Sam, what's the next hot take? Hang on, I got one more thing on sriracha. I understand sometimes we get cornered. You know, you go to get some pho or you get, uh, you know, ramen is normally the only thing they have. Ask your waiter or waitress what's going on. Say, hey, do you have any other hot sauce that I could try? See what they have. You know what I mean? Don't just take what's on the table. But ask around. But move on from sriracha. Broaden your horizons. Take care of yourself. So but next up, boring. this one I've been I've I've dealt with for a long time, my whole life almost. It's wow. uh, it's an interesting take. I, but I think if you look at any of the uh, tabloid magazines, you'll see all the best-looking fellas out there with, who have clout, whether it's acting or music or whatever their craft is, they right. would agree. If you are a guy, do not wear shorts. I do not care how hot it is. The only time is it, it's acceptable to wear shorts is when you're on the beach or by the pool swimming. Other than that, we are fucking ogres, all right? We need to do everything we can to hide that up. Instead of showing these disgusting flesh-colored pillars with hair on them, cover those puppies up with some nice designer jeans, some trim chinos, all right? Hide what makes you you. Jeans, chinos, any of those options. 
better than shorts. Do not wear them. I don't want to hear it's too hot. You're tough. You can make it. Jeez. Apple bottom jeans with the boots with the fur. Yeah, that's what, even that. Come on, fellas. Let's try it. You know, but I'm out on shorts, and it drives me nuts. I, I don't like seeing people walking around in shorts. It's unnecessary. Is it okay if I share why you feel like that? Are we at that point? Is it going to No, you're going to get there. You're going to say it. I know, so it's fine. But, but I, I have more reasons. Keep going. Go ahead. I won't cut you off. All right. So just to let everybody know, you know, I don't think what Sam's saying is that crazy. I, I do kind of agree. If we're going out to the bars or we're going out to the clubs, I'm definitely not wearing shorts. I'm wearing pants, hundo P. You know, yeah, like Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah, exactly. If, even if it's 95 degrees, like you're going inside, there's going to be AC. Like it's just a clean, sharp look. You know, take care of yourself. Put yourself in a situation where you see a nice little thing over there and she's like, oh, he looks very good. It's because you're wearing pants and you're not wearing some type of cargo shorts with 900 pockets. Like you're about to roll up on a, a paint job and do yeah, some the black damage. light the black light rolls up on your ankles and it looks like, you know, like it's fluorescent white. That's not what you want. Rock you, the pants. You know what also is challenging about wearing shorts, like, to the bars or clubs? So you have to compensate with a big personality or a good-looking face. That's the problem. No, 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 no. It's no, hard for people to get past you wearing shorts. <laughs> That's not a problem. The problem is, like, what – sock length and sneakers do i rock with the shorts you know what i mean a lot of times it's a tough situation like i see a couple people wear out in the bars and clubs and they got they got the nike crew socks on with sneakers looking like they're at a lacrosse tournament and i'm like what year is this you know it, it's just really hard to put together a perfect short sock length and sneaker combo when you wear shorts out but in fairness I do like wearing shorts if I'm golfing, if I'm working out, or like I'm just going to the food store or I'm just casually grabbing a drink. If I'm not going out formally, no problem with shorts. The reason why Sam doesn't like shorts, and there's nothing wrong with this, fellas, is he just doesn't have the most toned legs. We're working on it. He's on a game plan with me. We're going to get his calves and legs looking amazing. But... It's a problem many wish they would have. I just, I run, my legs run very lean. I have these beautiful chicken legs that are just perfect for a nice skinny jean. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the opposite for me, I have very large calves. So in a perfect guy, world. If anyone, if anyone needs a visual, look up Sequoia National Park on Google. You'll get an idea of what NC's legs look like. So, you know, I think it's just more a comfort reason. I don't think what you're saying is that crazy. Is that Listen, fair to if, say? If you're younger than 15, you, the only shorts you should be owning are bathing suit and gym shorts. I don't want to see your legs unless you're working out or swimming. Other than that, be a man, damn it. Throw on a nice pair of pants and a nice pair of shoes and walk around with, like you respect yourself, all right? Don't walk around putting out the message that you're proud of what you're showing off beneath your kneecaps do not be proud of it cover it up black jeans blue jeans chinos khakis i don't care what it is just cover those puppies up do you run with pants in the summer i run in jeans it's the most comfortable option <laughs> right no no i wranglers run, I run in, like, in, like i said <laughs> like i said if you're working out or swimming shorts are fine i get it everyone walks around that's normal i get that right. but if you're doing anything else Throw your fucking pants on, all right? 
and quit acting like a child. Go look online on Google. Look for right. Brad Pitt, Leo DiCaprio, all you know, Johnny Depp, the hottest guys in Hollywood. Him. Yeah, right. You don't see those guys rocking any any shorts unless they're working out or swim. That's the only time. So you want to be more like those guys? Go buy yourself some more pants. This is shorts. Get out of here. He's fair. He has a point. I'll give it to him because we both kind of agree. I like to wear pants. So there, there you go, baby. Shorts only if you're in the swimmies or working out from SG. That's what he has. Until they figure out how to make swimsuit pants. <laughs> That'd be too. <laughs> that would be very too. Bye. Last but not least, we got our shout outs for the week. <clears throat> oh, God. I'm losing my voice. Go ahead, NC. Lead us off. What do you got, baby? So my shout-out of the week goes to – give me a second. I have to pull up the brand. You know, it's very specific. They've been okay. helping me during this quarantine, um, you know, and, and I Pornhub.com. No, no, no. <laughs> Stop snacking off. <laughs> so we have Nature's Bounty, 10 milligrams melatonin. For those who aren't on the melatonin game, Take care of yourself. You know, a lot of people right now don't probably have the best sleeping habits because, hey, I can just roll out of bed looking like dog shit. No one can see me. I'm in at my house. But it's still very important to get a good night rest. So I've been taking these puppies anytime from 6 to 8 p.m. And let me tell you, I've been sleeping great. You know, if you're having a tough day, tough week, tough quarantine, problems, stress, What's the best way to get rid of it? Just take a melatonin and take a snooze. That is my shout-out of the week. Shout-out to melatonin. And actually, NC, you're helping us formulate this beautiful hot takes and hot cakes uh, formula. If you follow my formula of when to wear pants and when not to wear pants, you can tell yourself, if I'm wearing shorts, it's okay for me to take melatonin because I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I'm not out in public. I can probably rest my eyes for a few. You know what I mean? So listen to our advice. Wear pants when you're out in public, shorts when you're inside, and take a melatonin only when you're wearing shorts, all right? And then you're going to be a happier life. More people are going to notice how good looking you are. You're going to sleep better. Your face is going to look better in the morning. It's all going to be better. Come on. We're just, we're bettering you here, all right? Eat hotcakes, wear pants, take melatonin. That's Eat all you Ube need. hotcakes. That's it, baby. All right. My shout out of the week uh, is a, is a apparel brand that I just, I ordered a shirt from this week. It's called Cricket. It's, uh, it's spelled like the sport, I think, right? In the sport with the Q? No, I do not believe so. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's spelled with C-R-I-Q. U-E-T. There we go. Cricket. Right. Go check them out. They, uh, I, you know, we are not big enough to have ads yet, so I'm saying this genuinely. Got a shirt. Fits fantastically. Has a nice deep button that goes down to like below your pecs. Is so it a polo been- or a short sleeve button down? They got all kinds of stuff. They got short right. sleeve button downs, pocket tees, polos. I got the polo. I personally like the deep cut because when I'm drinking, I like to undo the buttons and pump the chest a little bit. So, right. you know, Love it's good. That. It's, it's, Sexy. Not, you know, it's right. When I'm in my apartment pretending I'm out, it's nice, you know. And uh, what color did you get, Sam? I went with the white uh, just to get a nice, you know, summer color to match with right. my pants. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, I, after uh, seeing how this fits me, I'm definitely going to expand and get a few more colors and patterns to uh, have me ready for the summer. But everyone go check it out, cricket.com. I think uh, 
one of the Wilson brothers, Luke Wilson, I think is like involved with them or something. So we're checking out. Uh, I got mine this week. It's pretty dope. If we uh, get go digit listeners on this podcast for this episode, Sam will take a picture of the shirt with shorts. We want to see it. Let the fans have it. Give it to them. I will if if we get if we get that much love from the fans, I will rock a five and a half inch inseam, you know, for a whole day with my new cricket shirt for the all the fans to see. I'll post with the Crocs. Video. With Crocs. I'm rock, I'm rocking the Crocs now, of course. Sport mode. Like, that being said, nah, or you know, I'm chilling. I don't need to be in sport mode. But okay. uh, that's it for our shout outs of the week. And see, you got anything else? No, that is it. We want to say thanks again. To Lauren at love underscore Philly food for coming and coming on and um, blessing us with some of the insights of what it's like to be a Philly food Instagrammer. Um, we want to say thanks to all our subscribers and listeners. Um, you know where to find us. DM us your favorite hot takes of the week, some of the things that you're cooking, whatever you got on your mind. We care enough to listen. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and that's it, folks. It's over. That's all, folks. That's all, folks.